Hello and welcome to another episode of The Art of Refashioning, the podcast where we talk about reworking existing clothing into new beautiful styles that you can wear again. I'm Mariana, dressmaking and alteration professional turned fashion upcycler. Today we're going to start during the next three weeks the Upcycling Beginners mini-series. It's a three-part mini-series and here in this first part we're going to talk about where to begin and start upcycling existing clothing. This is the question that I've been asked the most over the years since I started doing presentations and face-to-face workshops here in Perth, Western Australia. So I'll share with you my simple three-step formula. Then in the next part, part two, we're going to talk about the main strategies, upcycling techniques and the examples that I've got for you, plus additional projects if you want to dive deeper and see some tutorials. And lastly, in the third part, I'm going to share with you my three pile system so you can find your next project very easy, just from whatever you have already. To make it really compact and available for you anytime, I'm making a downloadable PDF that will include all the links and information we're going to talk about. So after it's been finalized, it will be available on my website ecofashionsewing.com. So in the following weeks, you will be able to download this Upcycling Beginners Starter Kit and keep it to use it whenever you want. Today, as I said, we're going to answer the big question where to start and I'm going to share with you my three-step formula which is kind of universal because you know everyone comes to cycling from different walks and different direction with different experience since talking to different people from my audience to presentations online or in face-to-face workshops I know that everyone comes with a different experience, different sewing skills and from different paths. So you have different sewing experience and set of skills, designing or dressmaking or just doing general sewing and sewing crafts. But this three-step formula is kind of universal because you can apply it wherever you are at your sewing journey. Since almost every second household has a sewing machine, then you most probably know how to run your sewing machine and have done some different sewing projects. Yes, when you look refashioning and clothes of cycling, you will definitely see no sew projects. And this is a good way to go as well. But if you want to rework existing clothing, get really creative then definitely I recommend you to tackle your sewing and just to get more familiar with your sewing machine if you haven't done so yet. 
Furthermore, I know from my audience that you probably have already collecting clothing over the years and thinking how to tackle those, how to bring them back to life by taking on the creative challenge. But most of all, to make something of your style that you're really going to enjoy wearing. So knowing how to run your sewing machine and having these clothes collected over the years, the next question is how exactly to rework them. Here I have something that Cindy, who is a quilter, wrote to me a while ago. She wrote, I don't know how to start. Do I rip clothes apart? and use the resulting fabric with a pattern? I don't have any design skills. My reason to be really interested in refashioning is because it is creative. From some of the previous episodes of the podcast, you know that to be creative is really exciting. But on the other side of the coin is that often it feels like too complicated task. What to make, how to make it, what materials should you use, what clothing items to make, and what should be the initial garment to start with? There are so many questions, and often it feels overwhelming, which is pretty normal. In episode 5, we talked about procrastination and how the need to make it perfect could make us delay in the actual making. But what comes when you're committed to overcome the procrastination and to do the step ahead. So today's episode is designed to support your step further. It's time to decide what to make and how exactly to begin. Do you really rip clothes apart and use the resulting fabric with a pattern, as Cindy says? After being asked on different occasions and from different people with a different skill set where to start upcycling, I developed my simple three-step formula. It is the easiest possible start no matter what stage of your sewing or designing or whatever skills you are at. The bottom line is just to have basic sewing skills, so to be able to run a simple stitch and to know how to deal with your sewing machine. So here is my three-step formula. It goes like this. Step one, start with what you have. Step two, do what you can. And step three, make what you love. I'm going to explain more in details now what exactly stays behind this. Start with what you have, do what you can, and make what you love. So the first step is start with what you have. And here I mean start with whatever you already have at home, in your wardrobe or in your clothing stash. The best part of this step one is that you can begin by just tackling what you already have. It doesn't matter if you have just few pieces in your closet that you no longer wear or that you have accumulated so many different clothing and have a big clothing stash of material, clothing material as I call it, over the years. 
What I love in this simple way to begin is that it will cost you nothing. It's easily accessible and it's ready to use immediately, right now, today. Keeping in mind that the refashioning process could be quite complicated, it depends on us, of course, we can make it simple or more complicated, but keeping that in mind, then it makes difference when you already have all the materials or most of the materials easily accessible and ready to go. This is something that we often overlook in the refashioning process, but just having it there and available to pick and lay on the table and think deeper into the design idea or whatever you need to go further with will make your life much easier in the process. Another benefit in using whatever you already have is that you already selected most of that material. You were drawn to it and kept it over the years, so you know it has lots of potential. Which means that you already found what you love in this material. It could be the fabric, the color or the softness of it. It could be the sheen or the sparkle, the pattern on the print. Whatever you found already in this material and kept it for it is a big step in finding your materials. So you already spend time to find your fabric or the clothing material and that really makes you step ahead. So why not use it? Drawing from my experience and observations of gathering materials and clothes to rework, I found something really interesting. Now, imagine you have a favorite color. Let's say, for example, I was drawn to a very icy blue, like very pale and soft bluish color. Something between light aqua or turquoise. I had this beautiful textured icy blue cardigan, but it was very ordinary design and I wanted to make it more interesting and enhance it. So I found that I've gathered the same color of different items like um, rabbit fur scarf or textured lace and different ribbons and buttons. So when I decided to work just within this color, I found that I have so many other items and textures and materials that I can add up and create this beautiful final result. So at the end, I've made this blue cardigan refashion. I've got a link for you to the website so you can see the uh, appliques that I've done there and the whole tutorial. But my point is that because I love that one color, I ended up having a lot of different textures and items, ribbons and trims that I can use in this one project. So don't underestimate what you already gathered. You might have the same material like sweater material or t-shirt material, for example. Or you might have just have, let's say, black and very dark colors uh, gathered or lighter beige and pale colors because you just love the color palette, for example. All this makes it not just easy to start with what you already have, but also you will be able to work with your favorite colors 
or to put projects together with your favorite materials. Next up is the second step of the formula. So just to remind you, the formula was start with what you have, do what you can, make what you love. So the second step is to do what you can. I already mentioned in the beginning that everyone that comes up to upcycling comes up from a different walk. So you could have sewing experience by making quilts or you might have used clothing patterns and sew your own clothes. Or you just probably did sewing projects for around the house. You could have or not have design skills or dressmaking skills or whatever skills. Now I said that you could start with no sewing skills as well, but it really will need more determination. But if you already know how to sew, which I assume most of you know, then you can definitely start upcycling. Now, although it is good to be challenged by the project so you have something new to learn, keeping within what you already know, so keeping within your comfortable zone at the beginning and then challenge your sewing skills, for example, it will make it much easier for you. That applies to other skills as well, like the design skills. So if you don't know how to design, just start simple with just designing within one color, for example, and working with texture, or just use two colors that you like uh, how they go together. But keep in mind that we're going to talk more about designing and working with colors beyond this Upcycling Beginners series. So make sure that you subscribe to the website ecofashionsewing.com and you will get the messages when these episodes come out. Now going back to the step two of the formula, do what you can, I really understand that it's difficult sometimes to assess your skills and to see exactly where are you sitting at the moment. So assessing if the project is feasible and achievable for you is really difficult sometimes. I remember in one of my face-to-face -face workshops that was with a general project so everyone needed to figure out what kind of design they want to make. I remember that one of the participants there she was so creative and wanted to put together really different garments with different fabrics. So she had that idea to create a bodice from a jeans skirt. But actually she didn't have any dressmaking or working with patterns experience. So reshaping the denim skirt was a huge challenge because the balloony shape of the skirt needed to go inwards, curving around the bust and then curving inwards around the waistline and keeping in mind that was denim, which is kind of a difficult to begin with. So this in combination really made her to ask for a very, very challenging project. So reshaping and working with a little bit more specific material like denim definitely requires some uh, initial experience. So this is not exactly the first project you want to start with when you start upcycling. 
So here is the way how you can check if what you want to make is really aligned to your current skills. It goes simple as this. If you can think it, you can make it. So if you're able to see what should be your couple of steps to rework the existing garment into the new project, then go for it. If I could use the example with a denim skirt to turn it into a bodice, then some of the things you need to check is to see if you have enough material first and then to see how exactly to reshape it. So it depends on how many pieces you have in the initial garment and if you have enough material to cover over the bust and the length of the bodies that you want, but also what kind of seams and finishes you're going to use. If you're going to have too many bulky seams and overlaps of initial seams, that will be an issue. So you need to resolve in some way this one as well. So it's quite challenging. You will need some dressmaking or fitting experience to reshape the skirt into the bodice, but also working with thicker material like denim and how exactly to join the seams and to deal with the bulky seams. So I'm not saying that this is not a good project. Of course, if the idea of having of jeans bodies is something you really, really want and you have the skills to make it, then go for it. I just took this odd example of a reworking jeans skirt, but there are so many other examples no matter the example, you can definitely check yourself when you start thinking of how you actually could make it, the particular things and steps that you need to take into consideration. So if you can think it, you can make it. Now keep in mind that this doesn't mean that you already made this kind of project in the past. No. And I'll give you an example here from my experience. So since I already had done one refashioning project of making women's pants from two men's shirts and having so much leftover material, that made me thinking, I wanted to see if I can use just one men's shirt to make women's pants. So when I was making my upcycle collection for the first Eco Fashion Week Australia, I wanted to create women's pants just from one men's shirt. I didn't have experience in doing that, but I had the main idea of using the entire sleeves to make the lower part of the pants and then to figure out uh, how to create the crotch area and the upper part of the pants. So I checked in general that I have enough material but I had a big challenge to overcome and resolve how exactly to create the crotch because when it's flat, you can see that the crotch area requires a lot of fabric and I didn't have that in a men's shirt in the bodice. Every time that I needed just this triangle that sticks out in the crotch, I had button uh, placket or something else or a seam. So I just didn't have enough fabric for this upper part of the pants. So after resolving the crotch area, just by using the underarm curve 
of the shirt bodice. I managed to create the pants just from this one shirt and I even had leftover. I don't have a tutorial on this project, but I can post a photo of the pant so you can see how it looks on the runway and also how I used um, the leftover pieces to create um, embellishment like a flower on the blouse that I've made to finish out the outfit. So in this case, I didn't have experience in using one shirt to create pants, but I was quite confident that I'll be able to resolve the uh, alteration around the crotch area, which is actually the most difficult area to fit in pants. So this was the challenging part and the part that stretched my uh, current skills at the time. But on the other hand, I already had fitting and dressmaking experience, which made the task easier and actually feasible. So I was able to finish. And keep in mind that it's quite normal to take a bit of time and think when you try to figure out a new design and completely creative way of reusing old clothes to make new. But definitely not every refashioning project is like this. You can create amazing pieces in much simpler way. And we're going to talk about uh, what kind of techniques you can use, what strategies, with some examples in the next episode of this Upcycling Beginners mini-series. Coming back to the step two, do what you can, just keep in mind that finding something that slightly stretches your abilities and yet it looks doable is going to be better fit and you will also enjoy the process of making it. However, if you're not really new to upcycling and you already make clothes for yourself or you already had a couple of upcycling projects behind your back, then go for it and stretch your skills. Try something really creative. We're going to mention some techniques in the next episode. When you're at that stage, it's normal to experiment and just try to see how it's going to look at the end. Because you already know that even if you make a mistake, you can turn that into a positive and make something like unique feature out of it at the end. The starter kit that you're going to be able to download from the website will have more suggestions what you could make depending on your skill level. But also in the third episode of the mini-series, when I share with you my three-pal system to find your next project, this episode will give you more ideas as well. Now moving on to the last step of the three-step formula. Step three is make what you love. Now I realize that this might sound a bit of obvious, but let's just think about it. Make what you love. What's behind this? First and foremost, if you make something that you love, you will end up with something really beautiful to wear. 
I can certainly say from my own experience that if you choose materials, colors or textures that you love to make something out of them, then you definitely will end up loving the project. Of course, there are a couple of other things to figure out like fitting and the type of clothing, but this is secondary. Just starting at the beginning with something that you love, it has the biggest chance that you're going to love the final project. That's why this is the last step of this successful formula. Working with colors, materials and textures that you like will make for you not just to enjoy the project, but also when you experience some hurdles, which happens very often when refashioning, you will be actually going to stick to the project. You'll be more motivated to finish it and you won't quit, which is also very important. Now, make what you love in particular. That means to really answer the question what exactly you want to make, what kind of garment. And although we're going to have plenty of inspiration in the next episode, and also we're going to talk about how you can find your upcycling project from your wardrobe. Here I want to put an emphasis on how important it is to pick to make a type of garment that you usually enjoy wearing. And it's very easy to get insights from your wardrobe. Just check what you like wearing. Think of what is your personal style? Do you prefer to wear jeans or skirts? What kind of tops you prefer to wear? And what kind of material you really feel comfortable in? So keeping in mind that it's good to steer away from uh, things that you're never going to wear. Just focus on what you're going to enjoy wearing. Now, if it's difficult to find answer to that question, then just experiment and make different things that you think you're going to enjoy wearing. Also, you can do a general research and catch up on this episode when we're talking about the free resources and where you actually can research of uh, specific ideas like uh, jackets, for example. When you do this general research, just see what you like in general. Then imagine this is a piece of your wardrobe. If you think that this is something that you can actually do and make, then pick that idea and go more specific on the design elements and what exactly you want to make from this piece. If happens that you like something very bold and artistic, but you actually don't wear colorful and prefer to blend as opposed to stand out, then in this example, instead of using many colors, you can adapt the colors of the design and you could do something monochromatic or tone on tone, which means just to pick one color and then work within the different shades of that color, adding lighter or darker shade of this color. So that's tone on tone. It will make it interesting, but it won't be too bold and standing out. Well, of course, this is just one example but hopefully it gives the idea of how you can adapt 
to your taste and to your liking. And talking about taste, just keep in mind that actually you might think that you've found color that suits you and you start reworking it, adding more colors or just applying um, some extensions. But at the end, to see that it's not actually something you enjoy wearing. And unlike ready-to-wear clothes, when we refashion, we always gamble to a degree. So it's a bit like hit and miss, but that's normal. It just happens to everyone, no matter what level of experience in upcycling you have. That's why actually refashioning is true journey. It's a journey to figure out what exactly you'd like to make when you're making it and then when you're wearing it and see how you really feel in your make. Now, I just want to go back to our step three, make what you love and give an example with something that I've made and that I really loved when I was making it, but I ended up not really enjoying wearing it. And I didn't know that, but I realized it afterwards after wearing the garment a couple of times. So it's an example with my yellow shirt refashion. You will have the link to this tutorial on the website. So if you follow the link, you will see exactly the project. But the fact is that I really love the color at the beginning. I love the match of the secondary material that I chose for this refashion. I did everything to make it at the best quality, but I actually realized after wearing it a couple of times and especially looking at pictures of myself wearing this garment, I realized that I don't enjoy wearing yellow. It's just a color that although it suits my skin tone and my hair, it's just something that I don't like. It's too bright probably for me. It just doesn't fit my personality in general and my mood in general. So after having it for a while, I actually stopped wearing it. And this is something that you can't predict. It just comes afterwards, after a couple of wears. But it's good to have these kind of projects as well. Because although successful as upcycling project, you might find that is actually not you, not your style. The good part is that through your work and projects that you've done, you find more about your style and clothing preferences, which is great because next time when you think to upcycle something, you will know what to avoid because it's not something you enjoy wearing. So, just a small example how it could be a lengthy way to understand your style and what you're really going to enjoy. But please don't think of these kind of projects like an unsuccessful project. So if you decide to think of it in a negative way, that's definitely going to be disappointing. But you can choose to think about these kind of projects in a positive way because you can learn more about your style, more about what you better choose next time. And also you can practice your sewing and upcycling skills, also designing, fitting and all these kind of things that the project makes you do. So definitely choose the positive side because there is always something that you can learn.
here I'm going to end up the part one of the upcycling beginner series. And just to remind you, the successful, simple three-step formula you need to be focused on when you start upcycling. Start with what you have, do what you can and make what you love. It's certainly going to keep you on the right track. And keep in mind that skills are something that you can learn and improve, including your creative, designing skills, your ability to visualize and other skills that you use when you're refashioning, not just sewing skills. You just need to practice and learn little by little. Okay, next time we're going to dive deeper in some upcycling techniques and strategies that you could use for your upcycling project. I must say that I really enjoyed this episode, even after a couple of hurdles that I needed to overcome, so it didn't come up exactly the time when I wanted to. But most of all, if you enjoyed it as well, I'd love if you could head over to iTunes and leave me a review. It is really the best way to help me out spreading the word to more people to start refashioning and keep good material and clothing back in circulation away from landfill. Thank you so much for the time that you're going to put in to do that. But most of all, thank you so much for your company and for listening today. Don't forget that you can always message me on the website ecofashionsewing.com whether it's a, something positive, whether it's a question or whatever you want to share. So these episodes are as much as possible helpful and useful for you. To find all the links and projects mentioned in this episode, just check the link in the show notes of this episode. They will be on the website ecofashionsewing.com The podcast Art of Refashioning episode 6. Thank you again for your company today. I'll catch you next week. Bye for now.